WKZO News Time is 9.06. Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden and Bird Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street, right there on the roundabout. And here's your host for the penultimate episode <laughs> of Over the Garden Fence for this season. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, you have two, count them, two more chances to talk with Andy. No, we're going to go longer? No, Jim. <laughs> Good. We go all year? I'd love it, Jim. You want a vacation. I know better. Believe it or not, I think my contract ends today. Does it? It does. Is today the yeah, last Yeah, that's day? what we said last week. Oh, that's... see, I'm not privy to those. The memo. <laughs> well, I take it back. This is the final edition. So it's okay. Of Over the Garden Fence. So that means if you have those fall gardening questions. Right. and And I will tell you my, my top three lists that I can think of. Planting bulbs, mm-hmm. pruning anything that's a mm-hmm. bush or a tree, and when to harvest fall vegetables. You got it. You amongst got it. other things. But first. So that's all on our list. The big thing you need to do is to go out to Waddell's today and learn how to hurl an apple. <laughs> now, I've seen the pumpkin catapults, but I've never seen an apple one. This is pretty good. This is, is it pretty this, good? This is pretty good. All right, well, first of all, welcome. Yeah, nice so welcome. Yeah, thank you, everybody. So, yeah, we uh, so we could go into our um, our invite right away. So we have a, uh, well, we'll just call our pump, pumpkin and apple event. Yeah. So it's just uh, my fun ways. Um, we have uh, fresh um, crates of apples from oh, Husteds. Yes. I know we have... Uh, they're fresh apples and cider this morning and donuts. Ooh. And um, um, I'm gonna let you do the show. Yep. There I'm, is. I'm um, gonna go and uh, <laughs> get, get some apples. There's a jump house, and oh, um, really? we with a, a little uh, cooler. You know, the okay. lines aren't as big. We're we're requiring adults to go in it. Oh, there nah, you go. Just kidding. I just like kidding that. You're getting a lot of adults that you will. You know what? There was, uh, the adults were passing, but the grandmas and grandpas were all getting in there with the grandkids. Right. I thought that was pretty fun. That's pretty so, cool. Um, there's a rock the boat. So there's a boat that the kids just get in and uh, play with and uh, go back and forth. And it's like um, very minuscule, but it's a whole lot of fun. And you, you'll you see what we mean when you come down there. So um, um, you could play in our corn bin. Ooh. Yeah, and you could actually um, come decorate a pumpkin. We have two different oh, um, bays of pumpkin um, painting and decorating okay. rather than um, using knives, and maybe that pumpkin lasts a little longer. When you carve it, it goes oh, goes go. to pot really right, quick. So I have to ask you this. Did you yep. see on Facebook the guy who was carving a pumpkin with a power washer? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It was interesting. Let me say that, yeah. okay? But it was it was cool because it looked kind of uh-huh. scary. This is a lot more gentle. It's and okay. family better. It is. It is. And then we have um, Neighbor Dave. We'll just oh, say. Oh, really? And Neighbor Dave, we have uh, brought down his old-fashioned cider press. And Ooh. we're pressing apples this oh, morning wow. from uh, 11 to 2. That so, is so cool. Uh, we did it yesterday, and nothing like taking your apples you just bought and putting them in the cider press, crushing them up, and uh, uh, drinking it out Can't of the Can't get bottom. a whole lot fresher than that, can <laughs> It's you? pretty neat You to know, see. there are a few things in life um, that are better than a, a cold cup of apple cider and a plain donut. <sighs> yeah. You know? Or a mm-hmm. cinnamon donut. Just, oh. It just reminds you. And then the fall colors are coming on. So combination, um, our last thing is our new apple outdoor slingshot. Yeah, that's the one I want to talk about. So we have um, <clears throat> uh, kids lining up for uh, 
all kinds of bullseyes that uh, this will launch the apple. Um, they do say many hundreds of yards. So the slingshot is very easily can hit your targets. There's plenty of bullseyes. Young, old, we had from 8 to 88 yesterday playing on it. So Did you play on it? I did. I had to test it out. Did you, you know? hit the bullseye? Oh, for sure. There you go. Yeah, there All right. Go. See? Yeah. All so, right. So that just, it makes a fun event at the same time and uh, come out and um, maybe enjoy a little fun at the same time picking yeah. out some of your stuff and it started at it nine. starts i think it starts 10 10 and 10 then goes until three o'clock three o'clock all right so you got time yeah. out there so um, a good day to do it it is it is and it's it's cool but you know what you got good gardening day so um i do have said before dig drop done and i will say spring bulb planting is in full swing it's a great time to get different varieties and different types of spring flowering bulbs so you can enjoy a longer season of color. Not all tulips, if you don't know, come up at the same time. There's early spring, mid-spring, and late spring varieties. And then there's even early summer varieties. So just some of the varieties are early spring. Make sure you plant some crocus. Their color blooms are a sign that spring is on the way. Planting emperor tulips would come in orange, yellow, pink, and white, and pretty red varieties like Little Red Riding Hood. Um, early spring blooming tulips work well with yellow daffodils, such as King Alfred, Dutch Master, couple varieties. Daffodils are perennials too, and they will reward you with many blossoms for many years to come and can be somewhat deer resistant. So for mid-spring, you might want to plant some varieties of the Triumph or Darwin family of tulips. Both types come in wide varieties of color with good-sized flower. They can be used very good as cutting flowers also. Some varieties are King Orange, which is a fiery orange variety, Washington with its bright yellow bloom, Daydream, which is an award-winning captivating beauty with sunny yellow blossoms aging to a luminous apricot orange as they mature. Wow. That's a nice color. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's a color you don't normally see. No, either, really. no. Some of those colors, you know, maybe um, you see a lot of times you'll see a, a pink tree. Well, then it's very hard to get an orange tree. Well, the same with some of the tulips too. Red impression, which is a fire engine red from top to bottom, inside and out. One of the nicest reds. So for late spring, plant parrot, single or double late varieties. They are taller tulips, but have some of your favorite varieties to check out. At our garden center, amazing parrot, gold fever, queen of the night, sky high scarlet or blushing beauty. You can also try, and I do know some of those issues with deer, Try Fritillaria. I do know that is an item that is critter resistant, loves loose soils. Moles will not tunnel near them because they do not like the smell. Hmm. I want to ask you a question about that because I know you guys sell the, the deer pellets mm -hmm. and the deer stick. Okay. So when you're planting your fall for springtime, your Spraying. fall bulbs, 
Can you plant those the sticks like right then, yep. and it'll still it'll go dormant over the winter, but it will it be it will help in for the, sure in the spring for sure for okay. sure. All right. But I might suggest if you do think you have a problem, go ahead and lay them out on the picnic table and spray them. and just spray them. Yep, and then ten okay. minutes later, set them down on the ground. It's okay. it, you can okay. do it. You can sprinkle the the repellent around it, but the repellent's not on the bulb itself. Okay, and a lot of times it's not the animal eating it; it's the animal tunneling under it oh, okay. and then providing air to let it dry out okay so <clears throat> all right fertilaria is a colorful critter resistant and loves that loose soil moles won't tunnel near them one thing you need to plant the bulb is on its side if we get a wet winter water may get into the top of the bulb and cause damage so kind of cool little item so my new favorite, it's a late season, and it is a bulb, Jim, but we used to sell them only in bulb form, but now we sell them in perennial form because it's a very good hit. It's onion. Really? It's allium. Allium family, or called Globemasters and Gigantium, are two of the most popular varieties with tall stems, large ball-shaped lavender flowers. And the new variety this year is called Arctic Snow. The coveted white selection is a uh, um, airy 12-inch wide of greeny ivory buds that open up white with green stripes and centers, long-lasting, and will continue like a garden firework as its flowers die back and the knobby green seen pods develop. Okay. Pretty cool. So Yeah, it is. So maybe instead of thinking about it, mm -hmm. Because that's what I did. I always <laughs> grab them for our clients, landscape jobs, customers. Uh, Kay's got a couple big orders that are pulling, and and then you go, oh, I'm going to go shop on my lunch. And then you're like, uh, oh, dang it all. So yeah. um, remember, bulb tone when you're planting them um, encourages growth. Jim was just talking about um, repellent. So either mm -hmm. putting the granular down, spraying them at the same time, we can help you through it. If you have deer, narcissus, daffodils, there's varieties that are deer resistant. Okay. And maybe you have to avoid some of those tulips in some of those spots. Now, do you remember it was a show or two ago? We're going to take a quick break here in a second, mm -hmm. but I want to ask you about this because you brought it up and I had never heard it. It was cluster planting. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me ask you this. We'll go to break and then you can answer because mm -hmm. I'm sure people want to know. Is it... Can you, I, I say, that is it a good idea, but can you go shopping in the nursery, get early, mid, and late spring, and cluster plant them? Oh, so, we'll, we'll come back with that. Yeah, listen, I'll, I'll, I, you know, because that, that, could, that could revolutionize my gardening procedures. You got it. So uh, I'm just curious if you can do that with, and still get flowers. Okay. All right, we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence. Sigh, the final edition. But that's okay because we're going to pack a lot of stuff into it. Uh, Want to let you know 382-4280-877-382-4280. Or, and we know there are people who are radio shy out there, um, you can text us at 80373 and we'll get your comment or your question on the air soon. Waddell's is famous for its fun family events, and they'd like to invite you to the Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party going on today until 3 o'clock, including a bounce house, an apple launcher, a creative pumpkin station, an old-fashioned cider mill, and more. Pick up orchard-fresh, locally grown apples. 
three varieties to choose from. Stay and have fun creating pumpkins. This will be the perfect time to decorate and create with Waddell's professional pumpkin designers. At the painting station, choose a scarecrow tower pumpkin, a witch, or create your own pumpkin. Pumpkin creation prices depend on sizes chosen, from $350 up to $20. And there's no entrance fee for today's Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party. Just pay for the activities you choose and be sure to bring the kids. They'll love the pumpkin bounce house, straw maze, and other fall festival fun. It's the Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party happening today until 3 o'clock at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Learn more at Waddell's.com. WKZO News Time is 9.18. Back with Over the Garden Fence, the final edition of the, did we say 65 years, right? 65 years here on WKZO. And I just posed a question to Andy, and that was, he had mentioned cluster planting or layering planting, yes. you know, with bulbs and things. And I was saying, all right, can you do that with the different kinds of bulbs that you sell? And that way you've got a constant... You know, can you do that? Is get, there any problem? You get nope. And um, really, they um, kind of work in amongst themselves very nicely. And uh, we'll we'll talk about a couple different ways. First of all, let's talk about that cluster or mass planting. Uh -huh. Mass planting to get that Dutch feel mm -hmm. look to them. Plant them in masses. I do not plant them like we've talked about years before in tin soldiers, informal clusters. Mass plantings are easy to take care of. They'll grab your eye better. Avoid planting in a single straight row. Um, bulbs look best if they're in swales. It's very nice. Um, planting in large spaces like Jim is talking about. Um, and actually, Jim, believe it or not, did not know I was going to talk about this, everybody. So Jim no, actually I, posed no, I didn't. Question, I was just... I, I had the information right here. So in large spaces, don't intermix the colors. Concentrate of the bulbs with the colors together, complementary colors. Um, go from one tone to the next, pulling the oranges and the reds and the pinks together, uh, pinks, reds, and yellows together, you know, things like that, not intermixing, but swales like rivers, Um Intermixing at the same time, like Jim, that was Jim's second question, everybody, was layering. And I said before, we had a former employee that used to talk about like putting your pride tulips at the very bottom of the hole, six, seven inches down, putting a couple inches of soil on them, putting a medium-sized tulip like Taya Tays or a little dwarf daffodil, putting them down, and then at the top, putting crocus. When they're all done, Jim, and she used to put, uh, or at least put, um, pansies on top of them. Oh, wow. Snow cool. would come out, little little snow would melt, little ice would come away, and that little pansy would pop right up. A couple weeks later, here comes the crocus, Taya Taya, a little mini daffodils would come through the snow, and then uh, later on, you'd have your, you know, it's, you got a couple months at least of good uh, flower power right there. Wow, that sounds so cool. <laughs> it really does. And, you know, obviously you take good care of them. Um, what's what's a good formula for, for planting the bulbs as far as, you know, uh, a dairy do or, or whatever yep. you're looking for? It's okay. For? Yep. Um, with bulbs, they have already got their energy in them. If somebody was transplanting small bulbs, I'd still just put the bulb tone in or bone meal. Bone meal would work very good too. But okay. sometimes uh, you're, you're out landscaping. You're just digging up your garden and you pop up a bunch of old tulips 
Okay. The tulip, you can see the mother plant, but all the little babies, they got to come off. Okay. Snap them off, set them in with bulb tone. They'll grow. They won't flower, but in a couple of years, they'll probably start producing. So, um, one more thing and we'll stop on bulbs, but you know, it's a perfect time to plant garlic. Also, it's an easy to grow crop. Garlic is also in that onion or allium family. Um, Includes onions, shallots, leeks, chives, and the ornamental onion that we've been talking about that we love in our landscaping. Um, look at it sometime. It is a great foliage plant when the off-season, when they're not in bloom, they still look good. Squirrels and mammals hate the taste of garlic, will leave your plantings alone, may even avoid vegetables as well. So just an idea with putting garlic in the ground. Yeah, I saw something this year. We, we did the hoops this year mm-hmm. on both of our raised gardens. And uh, I drove, there's a, a place that I drove by, and I saw the hoops that they did. They had two raised gardens that are about the same spacing as yeah. ours with about, you know, three feet, three and a half feet between them. Their hoops went over, started in one, and went all the way over to oh, the yeah. other one. And I, I thought that was unique because, first of all, the netting would be a little bit mm-hmm. tighter, I'm going to guess. But... Um, so uh, there's a raspberry farmer in Matawan that yeah. does that same thing. And uh-huh. the raspberries are in these hoops. And I asked him why, because, I mean, bugs can still fly through, right? And some bugs really don't like that. Oh, okay. So the, the raspberries were very clean. Now, this has been many years, but a lot of those huh. were very easy production. Wow. Um, and I think maybe he's trying to help out with... Sometimes sun, mm-hmm. beating hot sun with that greenhouse over both of the uh, gardens and, and maybe with some bug protection too oh, at the same time. That so, sounds cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, Andy has many more tidbits for you. <laughs> we were talking about this is being the last show. There's a lot of information to get out we're there. but pack it full. Do not let that deter you from calling and asking your, your questions. For sure. Or te- uh, texting us at 80373. And, of course, the number is 382-4280 or 877-382-4280. And we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Did you know that Waddell's has more than 100 varieties of top-quality trees? Getting the right tree for the right place is easy at Woodell's. Just ask any of their Michigan-certified green industry professionals. Woodell's grows most of the trees in their local nursery, so you can be assured of healthy, fully-branched trees. This week, save 25% on Woodell's entire selection of beautiful grade-A deciduous shade and ornamental trees. A favorite for great fall leaf color is October Glory Maples. A beautiful shaped tree that's a favorite of bees and other pollinators is the linden. There are also 10 different Japanese maple varieties to choose from, all 25% off. And over a dozen varieties of fruit trees, including Honeycrisp and several other apple trees in large 10-gallon pots. Talk to any Woodell's experts who are always glad to help. And if you're running out of time, they can even set up a convenient time to plant your tree for you. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millen and 12th Street. WKZO News Time at 925. It's 43 in cloudy outside with Andy Waddell. This this is a good day, actually, to not only go to the Pumpkin and Apple Fest at at Waddell's, which starts in about uh, 35 minutes, but to also get outside and do some gardening because the sun's not going to be down on you. So that's, which is good. And it's not raining. 
So it's, it's not cool. Raining. Who cares? This is fall, remember? It's fall. How long have you lived in Michigan? This is like somebody was saying, did you see those pictures of snow up in Michigan? <laughs> well, first of all, it's the UP, okay? That's, right. That's a whole different climate zone up there, all right? <laughs> Number two, I've been here before when uh, uh, it's it like snowed like the 3rd of October. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it just, it happens. So. Yeah. But you know what? The fall colors are changing. Oh, I know. And it's nice to come pick your tree because then you can see the color. And a lot of, uh, whether we have uh, October Glory, Autumn Blaze, some of the sugar maples haven't started turning quite yet, but they are very close. Matador is another one. Brandywine, these are all fall red maples. They're just incredible fall color shape, so it's, shades right it now. Is, if you wanted to plant a new tree, this is, you can do it now. The best. The best time? Really yep. good. And I'm not saying it because uh, it, the plant is going dormant. The uh-huh. roots are not, and they transplant so nicely. So it's a nice family project. Something okay. that, That's why it's nice to have a tree that you can uh, grab and go. We have small, medium, and big, which is that's nice. That's cool. So. We have a text question. Yeah. What do you think about planting bulbs in a whiskey barrel? Whiskey barrel would be not a problem. There you go. Not a problem. Yep. Uh, the whiskey barrel, maybe keep them in a couple three inches. Inches away, and mm-hmm. so there is not um, maybe right up hugging, so they would freeze. The whiskey barrel is pretty good size, so yeah. you could at least get 25 or 50 bulbs easy in there. So let me ask you this, because I dovetail off the question here. Yep. Um, whiskey barrels are pretty big, mm-hmm. okay, and to buy that kind of dirt or soil would be a little bit tough. Do you, do you recommend maybe that they bottom fill with, like, the plastic milk nope. jugs? No, 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 whiskey barrels, yep, fill, that's fill it completely up with dirt? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, I yeah. thought I would ask. Because you don't want, you don't want, it'll still freeze, but okay. it, it'll have enough insulation in it. Okay. Small pots, if she was putting it in a little six or eight inch pot, I would suggest three or five, five or seven bulbs, but sticking that bulb pot uh-huh. down in the ground for the winter. Okay. Okay. Let it at least acclimate 12 weeks, then bring it out and join them on the deck next spring. Okay. Yep. The bulb does not want to be frozen. Um, then it's like a frozen potato. It won't, okay. be, it won't be any good. So no. so planting in a, a whiskey barrel is fine. Yep. And this is the time to do it, obviously. This is the time to do it. Yeah. All right. So on the program today, I'd like to suggest many other tips for our green thumb friends to winterize their plants and their gardens and their landscape. And you know, experienced plant specialists know that October is the best time of the year to fertilize valuable deciduous shade trees and evergreens. A feeding a tree tone with trace minerals will not only encourage more growth next year, but will also help your plants to stay healthy. If your established trees are an asset to your landscape, be sure to fertilize with tree tone every October. Remember, the trees are much easier to keep healthy than to replace. Yes, this is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. And tree removal is not cheap. No. It's usually over a house. Um, we will have a tree probably in the next few years that will have to come out. Mm-hmm. And my friend will, yeah. Martin's Tree and Stump, will probably have to cut a chunk and remove, cut a chunk, chunk remove, and, remove, and oh, yeah. And yep. it, gets, it gets a little expensive. Yep, and then if you just grind the stump out, there's no way you can plant another tree right there yeah. unless you remove the roots at the same time. So, yeah. um, you know, some that is very important. Now, we so. talked about mulching because, you know, you you obviously recommended it to us, and our, mm-hmm. our uh, magnolia tree has never looked any better than that. Is is this a good time to also do the mulch yep. for the around the tree? Yep. So that's my next my next sentence. So uh have uh, I been reading your notes here or uh... <laughs> you're okay. You're right. You know what? If 
some of this is just helping our friends because if we have three feet of snow in the winter, perfect. Insulation, nice nice uh, moisture, okay, plant, plants are kind of sealed in for the winter. We don't get that like we used to. We get the freeze and thaws. We'll get three feet of snow, and then a week later, it's, it's melted. So um, successful gardeners just know how to protect their plants that are prone to winter injury from wind, dryness, and severe cold. Some shrubs, such as, <laughs> believe it or not, magnolia, flowering dogwood, holly, burning bush, pyracantha, privet, butterfly bush, Cotoneaster can all incur root injury when soil temperatures drop below 20 degrees. The plant should be protected with three or four inches of um, cedar mulch covering the entire root system to help insulate the roots from a deep freeze. Be sure to remove most of the mulch in the spring. Use the mulch, kind of work it around the perennial beds. Keep the roots cool. The plant will love it a lot better. Be sure to apply a few good waterings to ensure good amounts of moisture to prevent dehydration into the plant roots. We talked about last week, everybody, if your hostas are wilting under your tree, the tree is dry. Tender plants should be protected from also from freezing. Also keeping the soil temperature steady to prevent alternate thawing and freezing from the soil. Protection for most plants is, again, best applied after the ground is slightly frozen. Really? Bingo. Now, see, I wouldn't have thought I that. Went, that's why I stopped. So everybody, don't be mulching early. Mulching early will promote plant growth and voles and mice into your protected area. About the third week in November, that's why I wanted to stop. Don't get, get the mulch going. Again, decorative mulch, keeping the area, but we're talking about healing the plants in and covering them up. Tender plants should be covered with four to five inches of cedar mulch or straw mulch. Cut perennials back to three to four inches so the stubs are left to hold the mulch in place. Before mulching your perennials, apply a generous amount of composted cow manure, bone meal for better growth and better bloom next year. Rose bushes, do you want them to look nice again next year? Cut them back and hill them up no sooner than the third week in November. At that time, rose bushes should be pruned back to 18 inches above the ground. Strip all remaining leaves and pull the canes together with soft twine. Spray rose plants with repellix or the um, rabbit and deer mace for all winter protection. Got a problem with disease? Spray lime sulfur on the rose plants and surrounding soil to control the mildew. When would you put the cone on it? Uh-huh. Coming right up. So <laughs> I had a sneaking suspicion yep. I was going to have. Mound up your bark or your peat moss mixed with some of your leaves. Don't use leaves all by themselves. 12 inches of leaves dry means 3 inches of leaves wet. So it really, mix it together. Use some of the combination. Compost is a great mix to also heal your plants in with. Be sure not to mulch rose plants too early again for rodent damage. I would recommend waiting on placing the rose cones over the hilled roses until the third week in November. Be sure to use the ventilated cones with removable tops to prevent overheating. Remember, rose cones put on and left at the wrong times can create a greenhouse effect. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. <clears throat> okay. Climbing roses, if protected in late November after freeze-up, I'd recommend, if you can, taking them off their trellises or part of them and spray them with a deer and rabbit repellent 
and bury the rose canes under six to eight inches of shredded bark mulch to keep them insulated for the winter. The rose will probably make it, Jim, but a lot of times the climbing portion, which is so exposed, mm-hmm. you know, Mother Nature. <laughs> kind of takes care of that. It <laughs> does. Um, again, mulch, newly planted trees will benefit from four to six inches of bark mulch. Hydrangeas, all these plants that are newly planted with a dry season. If mulched well, the roots will continue to grow. They grow right through November. Until the soil freezes up, you might have a plant fully established if the plant can keep um, moisture in the ground. Trees like to have their mulch, I'm sorry, trees like to have their uh, trunks wrapped. So tree wrap likes to be put on on Thanksgiving and take off on Mother's Day. Okay. Okay. Tree wrap likes to be put all the way to the ground. Voles, mice, shrew work under three or four inches of snow. They come right up to your bark and just girdle the tree. Mm-hmm. You don't have an idea what is happening. So remember, put the put the wrap right to the ground. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's uh, take a quick break and we'll we'll continue on. Now I'm going to make one last call. <laughs> Speaking of, if you want to talk to Andy on this uh, final edition uh, for this season of Over the Garden Fence, here's your chance. This is when you want to get in, 382-4280 or 877-382-4280, or text us uh, your comment or question at 80373. Uh, we got a few more minutes, and we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Spring flowering bulbs have just arrived from the Netherlands at Waddell's. They're so easy to plant, and Woodell's is where you'll find the best selection in southwest Michigan. Woodell's bulbs are in bulk, so you can pick out exactly the amount you need. Woodell's is famous for some of the biggest, most beautiful blooming tulips around. You've probably noticed them in the display beds around their parking lot. They're pride tulips sold exclusively at Woodell's, and they come in four different colors. This week, get 10 pride tulip bulbs on sale for $6.40. For some of the earliest blooms of the season, get grape hyacinths. Grape hyacinth bulbs are now on sale. Get 10 bulbs for just $2.40. And don't forget to pick up some food for your bulbs. All organic Espoma bulb tone will give them all the nutrients they need. Woodell's Nursery Floriston Garden Center on Texas Drive, the corner of Millen and 12th Street. Open Saturday 9 to 5, Monday through Friday 9 to 6, closed Sundays. After a chilly start to our Saturday, we're left behind with partly cloudy skies and breaks of sunshine. High temperatures this afternoon will stay in the mid-50s. It will be breezy at times with winds coming from the west at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Clear skies emerge into the evening and overnight. Lows fall to near 43. There is a chance for a few spotty showers across west Michigan, but most areas will stay dry. Otherwise, expect sunshine to return Sunday with a high near 62. Tracking southwest Michigan's weather, I'm Storm Team 8 meteorologist Sarah Flynn. Thanks, Sarah. Right now, 44 and cloudy here at 590, 106.9 FM. WKZL back to Over the Garden Fence with Andy Waddell as we wrap things up for the 65th year. <laughs> We've been talking over that fence for a while, man. We have, like Tim Allen, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we share we share good pointers for our friends. And again, we, uh, we learned that Over the Garden Fence really was a... Uh, <clears throat> Harley- was an, Harley Waddell was actually our nursery mm-hmm. backed up to the fence where the guys used to eat lunch at WKZO, WKZO down yeah, on Maple, Maple Street. Street. Yep. <laughs> yep. So and this is an actual, this actually uh, is, is a true, true phrase. Slowly but surely they would share uh, invites. I heard there was even a rose bush or two that was Uh-oh. exchanged over the fence is oh, what I was told. There so, we go. <laughs> little bartering maybe going on back then, Jim. So, um, 
You guys got rhododendron, holly, pieris, boxwood, ooh, hemlock, yews, pyracantha, holly. Those all need winter and sun protection. Burlap, it, um, covering, mulching, uh, exposed to winter sun and wind dehydration. Foliage can be destroyed and cause dieback. Protect winter exposed broadleaf evergreens with burlaps and sprays of wilt stop. Again, on a day when it's 40 degrees or more, mm -hmm. again, we want to do this about the second or third week in November. When snow covers our Michigan landscape, the deer and rabbit begin to eat valuable plants. Most gardeners get quite upset. The protected valuable plants, without harming the animals, use, again, repellix, rabbit, and deer repellent, or use the deer mace. A lot of plants they're very fond of include burning bush, quince, arborvitae, junipers, roses, crab. And you say juniper? Well, it's prickly. It's not. It's the taste is what they're. And believe it or not, if they're hungry, they're going to browse. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be applied about every six to eight weeks or if we get some really heavy snows or rain. It's a taste repellent, everybody. It is not toxic. Again, we've been talking about field mice and damage a lot of times in the early spring. Field mice can be a problem, damaging valuable plants. They do most of their damage by girdling plants below the snow cover. If you've had a problem with the mice in the past, I re recommend Ramic Weatherproof Mouse Bait under Valuable Plants Now. Two treatments 10 to 20 days apart before the snowfall is advisable. Plants that exhibited mouse damage last year should be also sprayed with um, repellix. Voles represent mice, but they have shorter tails, smaller ears, and stockier build than mice. I only seen one once. I was trying to figure out what I was looking at. Um, it does, They don't move really fast, but they, again, do lots of damage on grass and other vegetation. Usually think we think it's too late for them. <laughs> They're feeding for many months when we think it's everybody's uh, uh, gone to bed. They're under the snow doing the damage. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I had We had them last year. You did? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So um, during the winter, their activity takes place under that snow again. When green vegetation tends to be scarce, voles change their diet to include tree bark. Trees and shrubs may be girdled at the crown, and you don't even notice it till spring when something leaves out and then dies. So just ideas with helping through the winter time is kind of important. So, yeah. yeah. Um, we are also seeing a, um, maybe the last two seasons, we've had kind of a, we've been blessed with uh, um, people wanting to do more at home. They were stuck at home more. And um, I think the surge gym of that backyard nook yeah. of getting family and friends together. I probably have never seen more landscape jobs where people are trying to do a redo, their own little little spat, spot in the backyard, little fire pits, um, little patios and walkways that are being done by our landscape crews. So during the winter, we're kind of there 12 months a year. It doesn't really stop today, yeah. but that's why it's nice is a 12-month garden center can help you on those off-season too. Yeah, and you can do planning and... And, uh, you know, whatever you say, okay, out there where there's four feet of snow. That's right. We want this. Okay, well, let's plan it now. And then when the snow melts, right. you get, can put it in. Get your pictures now. And, so. and get in early because you're not the only ones that are planning this and, you know, getting on the list for the projects, you know, once the snow, because, yeah, I mean, you guys get slammed. We're booking into June of next year already. There you go. Yep. See? Yep. House plants is another thing. 
Um, it's such a fun, like the season's kind of winding down for nursery stock and outdoor. And you kind of come in, you're like, oh, it's a nice cozy evening. You got some nice house plants. And so that's where our wow. indoor greenhouses are really kicking in. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Um, All right. Well, let's take one final break and then uh, we'll be right back and we'll uh, get ready to wrap up our final edition of Over the Garden Fence for the season and uh, the 65th year here on WKZO. Waddell's is famous for its fun family events, and they'd like to invite you to the Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party going on today until 3 o'clock, including a bounce house, an apple launcher, a creative pumpkin station, an old-fashioned cider mill, and more. Pick up orchard-fresh locally grown apples. Three varieties to choose from. Stay and have fun creating pumpkins. This will be the perfect time to decorate and create with Waddell's professional pumpkin designers. At the painting station, choose a scarecrow tower pumpkin, a witch, or create your own pumpkin. Pumpkin creation prices depend on sizes chosen, from $350 up to $20. And there's no entrance fee for today's Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party. Just pay for the activities you choose and be sure to bring the kids. They'll love the pumpkin bounce house, straw maze, and other fall festival fun. It's the Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party happening today until 3 o'clock at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Learn more at Waddell's.com. 590-106.9 FM WKZO as we get ready to wrap up the 65th season of Over the Garden Fence with Andy Waddell. We still have stuff to talk about. So Yeah, well, no, I just wanted to say it's actually been a, um, a pleasure working for you guys. And I hope uh, you folks sharing with each other on Over the Garden Fence this year. I learn a lot from you folks that are listening as you come in. I wanted to thank the fine staff at WKZO, especially Jim and Tim, my co-host, and Tom Sturmer, our WKZO account representative. And especially thanks to those listening in through, um, I think we even get um, Michigan. I've gotten uh, Ohio and even yeah. Southern Indiana. Internet too. really Tightens the circle up. <laughs> yep, we have friends in Florida that listen a lot yeah, of times there you too. Go. You know, I'd like to um, also thank God for the great growing season. We had a wonderful season for growing beautiful flowers, bountiful harvest of fruits and vegetables from our gardens that He has blessed us with. I'm grateful that many of the enjoyable hours in our gardening that He actually provided. So I hope God blesses each one of you with an enjoyable winter. And uh, remember, we are there 12 months a year. So we love to have you from birding, birding events, Christmas events. Um, Waddell's is all about an event. You know, we have our <clears throat> green thumb clubs during the winter. Um, we'll be there for you. All right. Don't forget the pumpkin and apple fest going on yes. starting at 10 o'clock until 3 today. Come launch an apple. All right. <laughs> what do you say we do this again next year? You oh, want to? Jim, thank you for having me. Andy, thank you, have everybody. a wonderful season, and uh, we will talk to you again in March when we come back. And thank you for joining us for Over the Garden Fence. Tune in again next March. After 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street. Stop by the Pumpkin and Apple Fest. Starts at 10 o'clock today. WKZO 590-106.9.